0: to get started visit plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss
2: welcome to a special or to know better podcast uh, interview uh, my name is Carl, and i'm joined by the man who scored that great goal in the san siro how are you doing dominic Mario? you all right
3: i am doing great and thank you uh, for having me on excellent
2: thanks for uh, joining us today what did th- firstly what do you think of the game launch tonight
3: Loved it. Yeah. You know, do, you, do you know what? It's nice to see people smiling, yeah. talking about football, having a bit of fun. That's what we've all, we've all missed, haven't we, over the last few yeah. years? So we know it's been a tough time for everyone. I really enjoyed that interacting with some some you know some lads I didn't know. Being yeah. brutally honest, So it was great, and I felt like I, even yourself yeah. feels like I know you now. It's like that's that's the way it should be, yeah. and I think with football it does bring people together, and that's the most important thing. That's why I think this game so good
2: i think that like i genuinely thought the same thing when i was yeah. playing it earlier on like yeah at the start we had that discussion where it was like <laughs> how do the rules work but then yeah. once you got into it it was absolutely sound like you know
3: i think you're spot on i think with, with any new game you always have a bit of you know right. oh, what's yeah. this how's this going to work but it yeah. wasn't once it was explained to us and worked it out we, we enjoyed it. Obviously, we didn't do too well, no, 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 which is disappointing, no, no. but we won't talk about that. No, no, we maybe wouldn't. we should have went for the easier questions. We went for the hard questions. Perhaps
2: we should have, but you know, <laughs> we, we'll work on that one next yeah. time for the next game. Anyway, you know? <laughs> um, Just a few questions that I have for you, Dom. Like, yes. um, Gilly on the pod, he wants to know, uh, this is a bit of a good question to be fair, how do you feel when your, your song is being sung and you're sitting in the stands? Have you ever been caught singing along to it?
3: <laughs> uh, I have to I have to be honest and say I have sung it a little bit yeah my kids my kids had stitched me up if I didn't say that really? the kids the kids like a bit of it as well yeah. the kids love it because um, obviously it's their names involved in it as well so they love it but no I, I, I tell you for example for the last not the Newcastle game I'm trying to think of the game before that Allen Road was can you, you must
2: Uh the game before Newcastle was Burnley wasn't it Burnley so we yeah. got
3: you know good results yeah Um there was a bit of a rendition of that. And once a few people see you, started singing it. I do go a bit shy. Do you? I must be, I must be honest. All right, okay. And people go, you must, you must have heard it a million times. Which I have. Yeah. But you know what? I'm so proud to have played for this great club. Mm. I really mean that. And I always say it. And people go, oh yeah. It's the truth. Mm. I really loved my time playing for Leeds United. I really did. And um, when I hear that, and especially obviously what I've been through myself, the support that I've had throughout mm. that... It's a lot of Leeds fans that helped me as well because they were there for me. I was at Leeds Hospital, mm. you know, going through my treatment, going yeah. through all what I went through with my family. The Leeds fans were there for me, a million percent.
2: That, that, that's great to hear. It's like yeah. a, that, that kind of support is always, you know, well, it, it is, it's a, very it, helpful in any kind of recovery, I'd imagine.
3: A million percent. And you, yeah. you know what as well? The nurses and, and everyone who helped me, my surgeon, you know, from the top to the bottom, the, the, the people looked after me. Yeah. and that's what we need to get back to in our worlds all of us need to get back to that looking out for each other yeah. you know doing stuff for people you don't know sometimes like chatting with them speaking with them seeing how they are yeah. that's the world that we all want to live in yeah. it's a hard we're a long way from that but let's hope that we can get there one day
2: like i think kindness costs nothing and, and it's simple to just give out a bit of kindness here and there Correct. like you know what i mean and, and one thing we did mention when we were putting the questions together was that we're yeah. you know beating what you've beat yeah the recovery that you've done, and to see where you are now, back at Leeds United doing yeah. the, the, the commentary and the and the TV stuff and interviewing the players, that that's some achievement considering where you've been and and where you are now. Like you know,
3: yeah. And to anyone out there who's in that similar position, I'd say to them, keep going, keep believing. Mm-hmm. Belief is everything. Yeah. Um, I like to motivate myself and other people mm-hmm. when I speak, because I think it's really important. That and it's really when you've got a bit of a voice in the football world or whatever world mm-hmm. you're in it's not just football because people are struggling all over the world at the moment I try and inspire people yeah and Bill Mann, oh, what Zeno know I know how to inspire people I know how to help people I know how to speak to people yeah. and managing people and helping them along their journey because I know so many people who are on this journey and it's so tough it is tough mm-hmm. you know I know firsthand how hard it is to live with cancer Yeah. it's very tough But I tell you what, there's a way through it and you've just got to find that way and keep maintaining your faith. Keep thinking about everything that's important to you. That'll bring you forward. That'll carry you on. I think about my kids, my wife, my family constantly. When I go for my walks, I talk to myself and people think "This this guy's bloody crazy. But I'm not. I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about my next day. Every day for me is a blessing. Yeah. I didn't used to think like that, now I do, every day is a blessing, I'm lucky to be here and I'm living my life and I love my life and I love my family and I love my kids, and everything and that might sound cliche but it's not to me, when you're in this position it means everything to me I,
2: d- I, d- I personally don't think that's cliche because it, it it shows you appreciate what you have around you I do. And, and it shows that I do. no matter what you were going through they were always your rock they were. To stand by, like, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. that's that's very important. Like, it's and very I, important.
3: And I think, you know, my wife, my kids, everyone, and even the football family got, got around me. Mm. I didn't think I had that many friends. There's a I'll lot be honest. more than you think, man. No, that's it's, the other it's, thing, it's bizarre. It? You don't realise until you go through a tough time and then everyone's there for you, you know. You know, some great people. The first person through the door to come and see me in hospital was Eddie Gray. Really? You know, Leeds legend. You know, father figure to me, Eddie, yeah. always has been, always will be. Great guy, one of the best, yeah. one of the best players. Never mind, you know, the way he yeah, is. that's it. Like, you know, and I've learned from some of the best people. You know, even in my Liverpool days, with Kenny, and you know, the, the talks I had with Kenny and the messages he sent me. We're talking about you know the greats of the, of the game, wanting to spend time with me and give me some information and help me and yeah. be be there for me. Which the football world does do that it yeah. does it does bring us together and there's a lot more people out there than me struggling with yeah. you know with covid and other stuff absolutely yeah. and we're just trying to help all yeah. of us trying the thing is life's a better place when you've got someone to talk to yeah and i always say to that to people i've got lots of mates who don't talk they're quiet they sit there and i'm like speak to me if you've got something you're worried about talk about it talking's yeah. everything it's absolutely everything and <sighs> I am a talker, as you, can, as you know, here. Yeah. I, I like talking.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I never stop someone talking. It's great no, but it's great life. because
3: yeah. if you've if you got, you got nothing positive to say, don't say it. Yeah. If you've got something nice to say, say it and speak to people. If you yeah. haven't, don't bother because they're not interested. That's say true. something positive. You can always
2: tell by the people who want to chat positively to you to the ones that don't. It's easy find them out. It's easy to yeah. suss them out and stuff like that, you know. I, it's not one of the questions that's on here. Yeah. But I want to ask you, when, when the likes of Kenny Dogleash and people like that are sending you meshes, messages <laughs> of, of goodwill, as a Liverpool fan growing up, yeah. did you get goosebumps, even though you were going through what you were going through because Kenny Dogleash was gone, right, okay, even though you probably met him a million times before, <laughs> but it's kind of an out of the blue, you know,
3: Yeah, I, I think it's very inspiring. And mm-hmm. I think the, like, the people like Kenny, yeah. who made a difference in my life before I got ill, Mm. You know, I knew Kenny's son. I grew up with Paul, his son. All right. And okay. Bert, they played for the same team. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot, a right. lot of history of me and the family. Mm. I know his family, and obviously when Kenny and his and his, his daughter and Paul all sent me a little message, wishing me all the best in my recovery. And I think I have I have kind of two families mm. in the football world: Leeds United and Liverpool and it's you know it's like, oh, you've got two well, they are the two clubs that have really helped me and been there for me when i've been going through tough times yeah. and they always have been and that that's a constant and i think long may
2: that continue with anyone that finds themselves in a difficult situation like the clubs sure. should always be there for them like and and sure. obviously you've got like two t- two clubs very close to your heart now as well you know and these things are good they're yeah. always good to have these positive things going forward you know and i i i i shake your hand for that man no, because no, you know problem. it's it's tough going through what you went through and yeah to see where you're back to now is is absolutely fantastic yeah know? i mean and... the thing
3: the, the thing is i, I don't kid myself the mm. long road for me yeah uh, and i hope it is a long road yeah because i'm a fighter i want to beat this i want to get well i want to do what i can mm. i want to be there for my kids walking down the aisle. you know all them things It's that's what's in my head now i'm motivated to help people and help my family more than anything and we, we should all believe in that. Yeah. We all believe in that. And it, it's, again, it's cliche, but you know what? You have to work out what's important and what's not. We've talked about this earlier, but it is so it's so true. Yeah. R- realize what's right and what's wrong. Because not enough of us do that at times, you know, and um, I think it's really important to help others, and yeah. care for others, even if you don't know someone. Yeah. Just, you know, when I walk out when I walk out every day, and take my little boy to school. If I don't say hello or hi, 10 people, mm. I'm disappointed in myself, yeah, because that costs nothing, yeah. Morning, how are you? What's going on? What's the crack? What's the story, as yeah. you say? What's, What's the story? story? What's exactly. the crack? That's, it going it. Well, yeah. That's what we do, yeah, and we've got to do more of that. More of us have got to interact, not getting our heads down on our phones, doing what we're doing. Mm. Talk,
2: yeah, just That's get it out doing. there. And if exactly. you're feeling that, and just sort it out, don't yeah. don't bottle it up because correct. let's be honest, it's it's only going to get worse, and For the sure. bottle's not big enough, correct? Um, so look, we'll. we'll, we'll Go on, and, and we'll have a chat about other things. Now, um, Luke on the pod, yeah, uh, wants to know Hi, Luke. <laughs> if you were to invite him round for dinner with your family, what would you cook?
3: Very simple for me. Okay, very simple with my Italian background. It would, yeah, yeah. There you go. You got your Italy top on. Keeping it real. It, it is <laughs> for me. There's something special about Italy. Mm. Obviously, my dad's Italian. You know, Italian name, uh, yeah. Matteo couldn't get much more italian than that Um, and you know growing up it was always the uh, the pasta and the bolognese but you know my 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 mum who's actually from ormskirk she's not not quite scouser but she's from ormskirk a little Mm. village near southport and she she had to go to italy to learn how to cook believe it or not. Is that because
2: your dad wanted her to do it
3: well, no. well my, dad's, my dad was a chef in the army. Oh, was my he? My dad was a chef in the army. My mm. mum was in the army as well.
0: Okay. But they met in the army.
3: All right, Okay. We'd been married 60 odd years, mum and dad. They've yeah. had that common ground from the start then,
2: from
0: haven't the start. they? Yeah, and they yeah. knew straight
3: away. I mean, you know, my mum obviously didn't speak much Italian, I had to go to uh, Italy mm. and then all of a sudden she's having to make all this stuff <laughs> and learn on her feet without the language as well.
2: Yeah.
3: Which is amazing. So I think my mum was like six months. She lived, she had to be in Italy. Really, in a really small village in the middle of nowhere. But just, just getting on with it. That that's quite similar
2: to my growing up as well. Like my grandfather came from a small little town in Italy called Casabatico, it's right. kind of in between uh, Rome and and Casino.
3: Are you joking, do No, 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 you no, are no. no, no, no. My, dad, no. I mean, my dad's from. Um, a little village called Venafro. That's but not far from there. Very close to Monte Casino Yeah, 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 yeah that's very close. Honest, you pass it going to Casalatico, right, right, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's mad. My dad's, <laughs> my dad's family were, um, I think they were, I'm trying to think where they, I'm trying to think of, there was a little village that was very close to Venafro, Lanouje. Oh. So Lanouje the village where I used to go as a kid. Is that the one with the swimming pool in the town
2: centre? Or is is that? I think that might be the next one down. Might be. I'm not but, sure. But obviously,
3: yeah. a beautiful place. Yeah. Life simple. food's amazing. Everyone gets on. Yeah. You, you know, you're drinking the red wine when you're a bit younger than what you should do. But it's it's just it's all about family. Yeah. You know, and the courses just keep coming. The food just keeps coming. You're like, egg, what do we do with the next one?
2: And and then the ice cream starts coming. And, and you have you no know
3: choice. And that's it. It's <laughs> just it's a, it's an amazing way of life. Yeah. And it's very simple. Yeah.
2: Could I'm you back. see yourself retiring there? Well, when I say retiring, I mean as in, you know, living out your we, we, years where you don't have to we, do
3: anything. We love uh, Italy. Yeah. yeah. Me and my wife went there. We took a little boy when he was very young to Sorrento, and we loved it. We, um, I love Italy in general. It, it, if, you chose, if you said to me, what food do you want? It would always be an Italian meal. Straight it would up. be. Yeah. It would be, that's the truth. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people think that as well. Mm. But it's got to be made right with the right ingredients, the right, you know... Yeah. there's the right way of doing it my sauce, saw mean, you know because you know, <laughs> yeah. had to learn how to make it it's yeah. like if i before i got poorly i used to go over and um, just have a little bowl of pasta my mum and dad over in southport and mm. for me it's still the best food ever yeah just home cooked stuff that we all we all want to a bowl of pasta bit of sauce not too much sauce no they, no they overdo it on the sauce don't yes. they
2: less is more in Italian correct, food correct
3: correct, yes. and that's the truth <laughs> it is so no yeah. I, you know I, I always have that soft spot for the Italian cuisine and um, it's a big part of my life and even now because of my diet yeah I have to change a little bit but that's, oh, really because I don't eat red meat anymore Oh, right, okay, yeah, I've changed, yeah. I've changed my style of food. All right.
2: So, and uh, would you be eating a lot of, like, uh, I, I don't want to say vegan, but along that kind of uh, route?
3: Sometimes, I'll, I'll try. You, know, you still have I'll milk ex- and cheese and stuff, that. I will right? explore anything. No, I don't eat milk.
2: Oh, do you not? No. Nothing no. like that anymore? No dairy no, products? I like that.
3: I, I do uh, My My life is too important. Okay. So I, I just made some changes. Like, mm. I'm, I'll have a couple of pints, mm. you know, and it's great to, to do that because yeah. I'm still living my life a little bit, but I won't overdo it. I'll have a couple of beers and I'll be off. Yeah. Or I'll have a bit of something to eat and I'll enjoy it. Sometimes I do treat myself, because you have to, to get through this situation. You're miserable otherwise. That's it. That, yeah. that is it. And I, I, I'll be brutally honest with you. For a while, I was living in a different world. I was just focusing on getting well for two mm. years. Then now, I'm still doing that and I'm still focused on staying well. Yeah. But I do allow myself to have the odd pint or have the odd bit of food that maybe I wouldn't always have. Yeah,
2: but I think if you don't it's treat yourself after what you've been through, then what's the point in going through what you went through if you can't enjoy the life that you've correct. built for yourself thereafter? I think you, what you're doing is absolutely spot on. And yeah. Anyone that judges you because of what you've been through, let them off. They're not yeah. worth it. Correct. Um, so next question anyway that we want to go on to is Smarty wants to know yep. if you could offer young Dom <laughs> a single piece of advice, what would it be?
3: It's interesting because I heard the coach the manager now. Talking mm. about it is be good at the basics. Do the basics well, mm. um, and when you get your confidence going, don't take liberties. Remember where you came from, what you've what you've done, what you've achieved. But you, you're nothing without a team. Yes. You, you, you always have to think about team. It's team, team, team for me mm. all the way. But also um, the other, the best bit of advice I'd give for any young player is be your own person be your own your own person and don't be don't be we've all done it by the way yeah we've all bought the cars bought the houses done this done that that they're the things i'd say to younger players now don't fall down that trap door that's the right word don't don't stick to what you know listen to all the advice you were given and then you won't yeah i'm not saying whatever happened but stick to them principles at the start. I was talked. Uh, the great Ron, Ronnie Moran, who I've mentioned on many occasions, mm. one of the best coach I've ever worked with. God bless him. He he told me everything about football. Yeah. He, he, he told me about the game. I learned from him, and I still use his phrases to this day. Yeah. What a man.
2: Well, like the, the, the thing with that is like a lot of people will impact your life and they're the ones that are going to, you're, like you said, just still remember stuff that he says to you and, and you
3: can pass I that can hear knowledge on. I can, hear, I can hear him in my ear going, yeah. come on, yeah. do this better, do this, get in this position. And I think the one thing in football that I don't think a lot of clubs are that good at as a player in certain positions, especially defence, it's positional sense yeah. is everything and ronnie gave me that he told me about the positional sense yeah. he was a left back himself and i played left back left midfield you know center half In positional sense if you if you take up them right positions you won't go far wrong yeah because you you're there before it actually happens you know where you should be and I think that's one thing that coaches miss now is the positional sense hmm. uh, I don't hear many pundits even talking about positional sense I don't
2: either like this is the thing I, I, like we Pos- have this chat on the pod yeah. sometimes as well about you know Phillips being in a position and, and stuff like that and they, they don't mention that all that much on, on, oh. on TV or anything like that now it's and everything I think yeah because you're essentially reading the game 10 steps before what's going to happen because you're already aware of where yeah. you need to be
3: yeah position like you say it's, it's nothing it's not being clever no it's not But just it's, taking up the right areas it's Going intelligence in the right yeah so, oh, well, look, intelligence. you're right to you mention Calvin Phillips about that because he's certainly learned to be in the right positions mm. and obviously the Euros he had as well was yeah. amazing what a, incredible this what a player like yeah. what a player what a player what a career and what a legend he's been for Leeds yeah. and I think it's great to see him Developed to where we all want him to be, because yeah. it's took him a while. It's a process, isn't it? And Leeds have been through some tough times, mm-hmm. and he's been with the club the whole way through that. Yeah. Um, and now he's one of the best players in the country. I, I honestly like the only reason I
2: was disappointed about, you know, the Euros and all that was that Phillips didn't win the medal that his his performance throughout deserved. Correct. But then when Italy won it, I wasn't very yeah. disappointed. Uh, In that sense (laughs) I get you Like with my background And stuff like that I've always followed Italy From even just a young age Like you know I wasn't given a choice When it came to my football club My dad said Leeds He said when you get to an age Where you can decide What country you want to follow That's up to you (laughs) So it was like the 94 World Cup So I picked the one World Cup Where Ireland decided to beat Italy In the first round Yeah To support Italy So I was kind of stuck then Like you know what I mean But these things happen Like Um, But to go back to one or two things, um, you've met uh, Andrew Dalton, Stats, yeah. a few times. He's yeah. got a question. Then he'd, he'd just like to know what it was like to make your debut
3: against AC Milan at home. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I unexpected, didn't think I was going to play in that game. I would trained for six weeks. <laughs> Next thing you know, David O'Leary's ringing me. And I'm thinking, have I been out last night? No, no. <laughs> uh, but when he, had, when he pulled me, he said, listen, I know you've not trained for a long time, but do you want to play in this game? we need you yeah as soon as someone says to me they need me I mean I mean 100% you're getting you're getting everything out of me and I generally didn't think I'd play the whole 90 minutes but as the game went on and the weather was lashing it down at Elm Road it was it just felt so good and refreshing to be back and obviously making your debut against AC Milan I was like
2: wow, you, Chef Chanko, to come Jeff up against yeah, didn't you? some great uh, players. Yeah, what's his name in midfield? The Portuguese man. There was, there was like, a lot. There was a lot. lot. I mean, there's too many, too many like, great
3: players to yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Maldini as well. For me, being one of my heroes to play up against, even though we're probably not far off the same age. Yeah, he's probably a bit. Is he a bit older? I think he's old? at least fifty now. I think. yeah uh, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> The wife always talks about him more than me. She goes, "What about his eyes? What, about... what do you mean, what his eyes are? we looking at his eyes, love <laughs> Looking at I, the ball. I was trying sure to kick get him. it. do get near him, but that. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it was a great experience. And, and, and Stato. Yeah
2: yeah, stats, yeah, yeah. He's a good lad. Yeah, stats he's a, is good a good guy. He
3: knows his football inside. Yeah, oh, I mean, bloody hell. Lord, he, for that, you don't get that name for.
2: No, you don't. At at and
3: all. a good guy. I've, I've spoken with him many times. Great guy. He knows his football inside yeah. out. But. The one I'd say to him was, unexpected to play in the game, played in the game, one of the best nights of my life in football. I loved that Brilliant. Hi, this is Don Matteo and you are listening to the All to Know Better podcast.
2: So my question's next. Because yeah. of uh, the 90s and, and 90s kind of football culture, who was the biggest joker in, in the lead squad and what was the best prank you were around for?
3: There was quite a lot. Yeah, this is why I wanted <laughs> to this be. question. <laughs> um, I, I, would, I would say, I'd have to say Gary Kelly. Really? He right. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> well, what a brilliant person. Yeah. Beautiful guy. Um, leads through and through. Um, yeah. Obviously, you obviously being Irish as well. Yeah. You know his, his story. and Yeah, I think Mikel's, he had this way about him that made everyone else happy and mm. smiley. He was really good at that. And obviously, a great player, yeah. great servant to the club, uh, and he had this energy about him. So, you know, I think, I think the the one that it wasn't—I uh, don't think Gary was involved in this one—but it was one day that David Batty, <laughs> because bats was a bit of a lad, was oh, it? Yeah. He to, when he was not training, he just he just be sat making doing pranks. Right. <laughs> he actually filled the physio's car up with um, grass cuttings. And he just got the car as well, and this physio Alan Sutton, all right. physio for Leeds for a long time, great guy. One, mm-hmm. of, one of, we all loved him, you know what I mean, Suts. And we used to have a banter with him, and we filled this obviously car up with grass. And it was a brand new car. Imagine, imagine, you know, everyone felt so bad because obviously, <laughs> but you know, it, it, what can you say to that? Well I'm sure Suttons, because he's doing a book at me, I'm sure he'd be mentioning that. But it was. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that went on. Yeah. It's like obviously we live near a prison, didn't yeah. we? So your car would go missing. <laughs> oh, Jesus but he, Christ. But you'd find it by prison because <laughs> you knew you know, you knew where you're going. Um but bats, I, I always think I like talking about David Batty because no one really speaks about bats too mm-hmm. much anymore because you know, let's be honest, he's kind of he does his own thing, doesn't he? Yeah. But what a player. What a what a person as well. No extra to bats. Yeah. Just told you how it was. And I love that. I like people who are honest, straight, straight talkers. Like. Straight talkers, yeah. and what a player! Yeah, you know, he never, never oh, gets the recognition up, he yeah. deserved. You know, they all talk about all these great players, but he was brilliant. He was and what he did, he brilliant at his, job. Yeah. He his job. He loved his job, but he loved his football. People say, oh, he liked his bikes. Not, like, yeah, of course he did. But you're allowed to have a hobby. She's Christ. He just, <laughs> he just happened to be very good at football. Yeah, and hard oh, as nails. It's you know, I'll tell you a quick story. Playing against Joe Cole. Yeah. West Ham and I just I just remember before the game kicked off he was a young lad Joe Cole, and I thought and I think Joe has actually talked about it himself the game kicked off and Bats had said is this you know usual little this little who's this upstart yeah yeah, absolutely <laughs> smashed him I mean like I know I've talked about that a lot smashing people but that's how it was and yeah. I think Joe learned pretty quickly and sometimes as a player you appreciate that a little bit i
2: love that when yeah. i was growing up and i was yeah. playing even though it was sunday league and you'd play like you yeah. were 16 17 you play b team or you play senior football and you got smashed it made you the player that you Correct. progressed to be like and Correct. i think that's a lot of what's gone out of the game nowadays
3: yeah for sure in
2: relation to the younger players because they're playing in the under 23s league yeah and they're not getting that ma- uh grown-up male physicality in the game. Sure. And I think maybe sometimes that's why a lot of players don't succeed in at the higher level because you need to get knocked about like that. You need to understand that it's a physical sport and all that. And yeah. You know, I think we, we had this discussion on the pod one night, it was like should the under twenty three still be playing in a, a reserve league type scenario so that they get used to them bumps and bruises yeah, and, is much better. Yeah, my, my own yeah, I, I think as well because yeah. it does make you uh are You playing against,
3: you playing against men. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and, and and that's what you need to expect if you're playing against players that are the same age as yeah. You. Yeah. You're not really going to get the, yeah. the, the level of Yeah you know physicality that you need. Yeah. But um, Smarty also wants to know what was the biggest
3: goosebump moment whilst playing for Leeds? That's really San Siro. It absolutely sounds zero. Meant so much to me with Italian roots and um, yeah, just even leading up to stayed staying like Como you know the food was ridiculous me and Mark Viduca yeah. was coming up to you know, do this event with me on March 11th and uh, me and him just sat having a big massive pile of lasagna and it, but you know we're not talking about any kind of lasagna proper stuff proper lasagna we just sat there and he just <laughs> tuck him in just and I think the setting of, of, of that you know being in Cobra Lake Como as well it's just unbelievable you know AC minor based there as well yeah. Abbey, so it's not far and I think george clooney's around the corner he's got a and all that kind of you know no. yeah going, that's it so it just it just i don't know it felt nice and obviously we got the result mm. and then they, uh, peter risdale let us stay for another night that's another story Sorry, by way. that's another yeah, story well, we, we, we might get to for another <laughs> yeah. interview for that
2: story like did um just elaborating on that a bit like did you find that um chilling in such a uh, nice area Kind of mentally prepared you a little bit better as well where you were just chilled out there was no you, stress kind I think, of thing
3: i think when you obviously you know you're gonna you're gonna get into the stadium have a feel for it yeah that makes a difference especially mm. when you're playing such a big game getting mm. a feel for it not many of us have been to the san zero you get the opportunity to go there you ain't i tell you what for example after the real madrid game away even though we're qualified you couldn't get us out we we're just training we could have trained all day we yeah. just love it playing a game of football, you know, in them places, and the same at San Siro. It's, it's just fun. brilliant. It's just like, these things don't happen that often, so just embrace it. And we all did. Yeah. We, really did. Yeah, no, we, did. we really, really did. You could tell. You could tell. You genuinely could tell. We loved it. and yeah. we, we loved it. Sing song after every game, you know, um, I am the music man, I come from down here. Okay. And, and it was like that the whole way through. Until yeah. we got beaten in the semis, that's funny stuff. Yeah. But we had that all the way through. And Gary Kelly, again, was the, was the, uh, the cheerleader. Yeah. If you say that. You won't mind me saying that. Nah, not at
2: all. No, no, no. <laughs> the man is mental anyway. Like, so it's absolutely fine. Like You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the next question I have, Dam, is that Brent wants to know if you've ever been caught singing your own chant. I know we touched on it earlier, but how, like this is mm-hmm. just you sitting there getting all goosebumps that people are doing it. Have you ever been caught Not doing it? doing
3: it on my own personally, just me on my own. Just you no, on your own? No. no, no. 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 <laughs> but
2: <laughs> <too> but, <laughs> but in a that. crowd environment.
3: <laughs> I'm saying that. I'm, I'm, I must admit, I've been at Elm Road a few times and I've heard this song come back up. Mm. And I have thought about saying the old name but it's just a bit weird next
2: time get up and just say i scored that
3: guy,
2: <laughs> and then just finish the song <laughs> no the,
3: the, the great thing is for a lot of people there's some great memories and great nights and you know is it, were you, there, that you were there i wasn't there for no.
2: the away game no i was there for the, oh, the whole right, game the whole, like yeah, yeah yeah so
3: you know a, a lot of people were there and enjoyed the evening and i did obviously but i think when you're playing in ac milan yeah the team they are the, the you know I think it just meant it means a lot when you're playing against the top level players, mm. and to get out of that group was just a you know, huge achievement. Man, to get out of that
2: group, at that time, after the Jeez. game against Barca in 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 Barcelona, <laughs> it wasn't I, good, wasn't it? I, I was genuinely cancelling my flight <laughs> Milan game. I was, I was genuinely I was like, I'd rather work and earn some money than, <laughs> than go for that. But you know, it's like th- that mentality is just madness. Like yeah. I've I've won more now. Last right, one. No last one now is. is you sure 100%, it's the last one? Hundred percent. <laughs> it, sure. it, it, it's, it's from a chap you may know, Simon Johnson. Oh yeah, he uh, plays. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. um you mind, you know? He's, a, he's a sound chap. He comes yeah. on and uh, comes Go on the pod quite a bit. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, listen, you
3: know I'm available.
2: Yeah, I definitely oh, get me the tour on, on like, Get yeah. me on, mate. get me on. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Simon wants to know: uh, Do you think the club could have gone one step further under a different manager at the time? He's in brackets, David O'Leary.
3: I loved working with David O'Leary that's yeah. the truth um, he may be a better player he understood the way I wanted to try and do stuff and mm. he, he was the same And um, people say that possibly he got caught up in the club doing some doing well and mm. didn't do the training as much as what he used to I don't believe that yeah he spent hours and hours with me working on stuff and other players not yeah. just me I'm just talking about in general okay. Um so I have no issues with David I thought I thought he was a great manager yeah. um, the thing is who, who, who could we have brought in that could have done a job that he did yeah. let's be honest we got to a semi-final of the Champions League we could have went on and, and got somewhere you know, and the final would have been in San Siro wouldn't it? Yeah. it would have been in Milan so you know again yeah no, don't get me started on that because that's yeah. the truth I, I really I had that in the back of my head at some point so it was like well, I'd oh, love to go back here because yeah. that would mean so much you know but I think David O'Leary is a great guy I see David at some of the games now and again obviously he does a bit with Arsenal as well hmm. but underrated as yeah. a manager uh, went to Villa probably didn't work out as well as he did went abroad and worked in I think it was in Abu Dhabi for, or something yeah. like that around there you know either. it didn't quite work for him but you know what what a career he had as a player as well Jesus, yeah. and then a manager so give him the respect that's due yeah. because he was a good manager he was yeah. great for us and I know maybe other people think different um, some of the players he might not have got on with and stuff that's the way football is though but you don't get, get on with everyone in life either though you can you can't and I think David sometimes you think when he left the club we're in a good position yeah. so he was maybe thinking it was the right time for him to go and everyone's got the right to that everyone's got a right to a choice when it's time for them to go yeah. it's time I think he left too early that's my own opinion I personally do as well yeah and I think a lot of people do yeah. but we didn't and he obviously moved on and did what he did but David's a good guy football guy knows knows the game inside out you speak with David you'll get, you get a good chat he knows his stuff
2: and he's also the Irishman that scored that winning goal in, in Calgary yeah, for that uh, World right. Cup draw, you know what I yeah, mean? So yeah. he's, he's got a lot of background behind him. And I'd imagine because you were a central defender as well, he kind of nice. took a keen interest in how he wanted you to play because he saw how he might want to and play, you know?
3: I think with David as well, with me, he knew the person I was. Mm. And I, was, I wouldn't say I was a rule breaker. I wasn't at all. But I was committed and I spent, like I say, he, he spent time with me working on stuff. And believe it or not, my my, my thing I always wanted to get better at was headed. Really? Yeah.
2: Didn't seem like a problem in the San Siro, which is no, a good know, thing. No, no, but I
3: did, <laughs> I did want to improve that because yeah. you can all, you all, sometimes people work on the wrong things as a player. You work on things you're already decent at. Yeah. So mine was headed. I didn't score enough goals.
2: Did he recognise that as a centre-back? Did he mention that it. to you?
3: We talked about it. Yeah. And we spent hours we spent hours on end talking about it and and it was just good advice good mm. honest advice and you know he was part of that and i think even when he was doing the strikers, when he was doing the strikers and working with the strikers mm. some of the sessions i had to watch unbelievable even as a really, defender he was, he was putting great. on unbelievable I'm sessions telling, as well. honestly Strangers honestly people won't talk about that yeah. and it never gets said but it's the truth and mm. i i was there witnessed it yeah and i'm telling you now they all improved for that for that it, Sometimes I think if you were a defender, mm. you know how to coach a striker because you've been up against them. That's a very good if point. You think yeah. about it, yeah. I think David understood that and he was very good at it.
2: Brilliant, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. class. Dom, mm. um, look, I've, I've really appreciated you taking the, the time to speak to me. It's chat always with good today. to
3: speak to a good Irishman. Thank you very much. And with the Italian shirt on.
2: Happy days. There you go, happy Pleasant, days. Thank you very <laughs> much, Dom. I appreciate Don't it.
3: Mate.
2: Uh, thanks very much.
0: That was Leeds legend Don Mattia there speaking to Carl of the All to Know Better
3: podcast. Recorded live and direct to the launch of Pundit Games, football's original trivia game, arranged by the lads from Pundit Games and hosted by Harrogate Railway.
1: Hold up.
0: Luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag. With Quince, go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Thank you for listening to another Otter No Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast.